Yeah, so y'all have just arrived in the town of Dracoin. Y'all get off the train station, uh, which is in the which gets off at like the town center, where this giant golden coin uh embraced with a dragon's head is. All the surrounding buildings are a, a mix mash of like trees carved out into buildings, uh dragon themed buildings. Like one is like a big dragon's head that says like Dragon Tavern 12. Uh, but everything's very stylized, either dragon or very planty themed. Um, it's very gaudy. A lot of people are yelling for people. You have people dressed in like fanny packs and walking around. Um, people being like selling a whole bunch of different kinds of souvenirs of like golden dragon statues. Like there are like, as I would phrase it, very not. They they don't look really nice. Um, but yeah, you'll have arrived at the uh, tourist town of Dracoin. Jacques steps off the train and he is um, still dressed in his three-piece suit, dragging his personal luggage behind him. And immediately he's hit by the humidity and the warmth of this town, even though we're into fall. And um, he starts to kind of like within seconds perspire a little bit. Um, hey, um, Charlene, Amanda? Yes, yes Jacques? Have you... Um, have you, have you got everything um, ready to go to the hotel? I mean, yes. Yeah, we, we have our luggage. But um, there's a couple bags over I, there that I'm going to go grab. Are you okay? You look a little heckish, I guess. Heckish, did you say? Heckish? Peckish, like um, something just off. I may be using the word wrong, but still, suffice. Are you okay? <laughs> uh... I'm fi- I'm fine, and Jacques is at this point kind of reaching under his collar, trying to loosen it. Um, obviously not handling the heat very well. Here, um, okay. I'll take your bags, and you take this. And Charlene is going to quickly form her giant ice ball and hands it to you. It won't drip all over the concrete, but it'll cool you down in the meantime. Um... Jacques takes this giant ball of ice and cuddles it to his chest, kind of like a a, a, um, a softy, um, <laughs> and um, is trying to cool down on it, and um, just muttered up against from. He says, "Thanks, Charlene." Jacques, with his offhand, um, puts up his umbrella um, to try and block out some of the sun. When it expands out, it actually isn't an umbrella; um, it's like a sunny parasol. <laughs> Um, and, uh, it, he is so absorbed with, like, cuddling this ice and trying to cool down, he does not even notice. Charlene grabs, uh, the rest of the luggage that was in cargo. Let's go. Yeah, y'all, y'all make your way, uh, through town, kind of seeing, like, the, the big attractions. Um, you, you do come across a few signs that point y'all to, um, the way to get to y'all's resort, the hot springs on top of the mountain, or halfway up the mountain, rather. Um, and as y'all like get to the final sign that says uh, bus to, you know, the the resort, there is a time schedule, and y'all are uh, unfortunately have just missed the most recent bus, and there's about a good four hours of, of waiting uh, till the next bus arrives, uh, which gives y'all plenty of time to go around and, and take a look at the town. Charlene? Yes, Jacques? You know magic, right? Yes, Jacques. Can you turn back time 
I'd like that bus, please. How about we go find you some appropriate attire? Come on, I think I saw a shirt shop on the way. Jacques looks down at his luggage and he sighs. I have luggage. Let me just change. And um, Jacques heads over to the nearest store to see if they have a change room. They, they do. Yeah, you go into one of like the uh, shops that kind of look like a typical like uh, uh, surfboard shop. And they are selling surfboards. You don't know why. You don't see no ocean or, or lake or anything. There's like a, lot, a bunch of bodyboards and swim trunks. Uh, but they, they do. They have a little little they have a few like uh, tinted stalls outside for you to change into. What are the surfboards for? Oh, you never been mountain sledded? Oh, it's a rocky adventure. That was a surfboard. Nah, you ain't living till you go rock surfing. And I want to continue living, thank you. <laughs> no, that's what they all say. As he looks back at it, like clearly uh, an overstock inventory of boards. <laughs> <laughs> at this point, Jacques comes out of the change room um, looking much improved, although um, I guess now a little bit unhappy about the situation. Um, he is dressed in a Hawaiian shirt that is covered in pineapples um, and a pair of um, kind of just like um, um, chartreuse shorts uh, and a pair of flip-flops. Um, and he says... Reluctantly, I think this weather doesn't agree with me, so I'm just going to wear the luggage um, clothing and trust that it knows better. I think you look nifty. <laughs> Thank you, Amanda. Do people still say nifty? It's been a while. I think gifty would work as well. They are, you know, not my clothes. They would give it to me, so gifty would work, <laughs> nifty would work. <sighs> Okay, let's 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 explore the town. We've got a few hours, and I'm not feeling like I'm going to pass out anymore. Um, yeah, Should we good. at least drop off the luggage before we explore? Well, I think it's four hours until the bus will take us to our hotel, so we've oh. just got to there. Um, uh, there, there is an attendant waiting at the the bus station, right? Like it's a little bus stop, and then there's like a little oh. building, like a security building uh, next to it. Oh, um. Jacques goes and knocks on the door of the security attendant booth thing. Yeah, the the sliding uh, door opens up. You see a bunch of like weird knickknacks dangling, a bunch of like shelves with a bunch of letters, and you see a man with a with a tall hat that seems to go past um the thing. You can't really see the end of the hat. <laughs> Hello. Hello. What can I do for you? It's good to see you again. Um, Mr. Van, isn't it? Ah, uh, yes. I forgot your name. Uh, Jake? Jake. Um, it's, it, it's Jacques with a qu. Um, it's funny. Has anyone ever told you, Mr. Van, that you sound really similar to an old crone I know? <laughs> I do get Jacques? that. <laughs> Will he watch the luggage or not? Oh, sorry. Sorry, Charlene. Um... Um, we, we're, we're heading up to the hot springs soon, um, and, and Charlene was saying that you might be able to mind our luggage while we go and wander around the town. Ah, oh, sure. I can do you this favor. <laughs> In return for one of my own. I'm scared. Oh, sure. Um, give me your luggage now and I'll mind it. <laughs> oh, you're funny. You're just, hand me your luggage and come pick it up when you're ready. 
Do we? Do I get a tag? Uh, a, a luggage receipt? A coupon? Kara grabs grabs some scratch paper and goes, luggage ticket, <laughs> and hands it to you. Okay. And Jacques hands over the luggage and heads out. <laughs> Goodbye. And Charlene, don't forget, we still have a arrangement we need to settle at some point. <laughs> You be thinking about what you'd like for your favor, and we can talk more when I get back. Oh, Amanda! Huh? Yes? He, he, like, parts his hair, look, looking nice, like, wasn't expecting you to be here. It's been ages. Yes, it has. And I hope that when we get our luggage back, it is all there. Or you're going to regret seeing me after so many ages. Oh, I, I would never think of such a thing. <laughs> and he like leans over, you hear a little bit of muttering and goes, yeah, of, of course. <sighs> Doodaloo. And he, you know, shuts his thing. <laughs> Philomena should have gone here. Uh... Let's go, please. <laughs> um... Do you smell that? What what do you smell? I don't know, but it smells amazing. Then let's go investigate it. I think. This way. And she sets off in a direction. Yeah, y'all, uh, three of you, like, start weaving in and diving through people as you follow the, the scent of very good food. Y'all, y'all end up kind of deep within the city it takes you about like a good 20 minutes of running it's surprising you could smell it from that far away but as you'll get closer you you end up upon this like large uh building and this building looks more like like a statue or an art piece than an actual building right like it's very much like cut down the center half of it is like uh is a golden dragon emerging with a spear the other half is of that of like a um, very thorny, uh, flowery uh, woman with like claws like gashing forward. They're facing uh, um, away from each other, not facing toward each other. And you see a bunch of tables outside. You see people eating. Uh, you see that the door leading to this place is huge and wide open. You can see more people inside eating and stuff. You can see kind of like... You can't. See, you don't see smoke coming out of it, but you can see the smell of food drifting out. Like it, it is so the flavorful and smell that it's uh, practically visual. I think we found it. I'm going to order everything here. I think that'll make two of us. We have a couple of hours, right? So we could just start with one meal and. We'll work our way to the next. Yeah, sounds good. Shock, you look like a local. Maybe you should go order the food. Here, and she hands <laughs> him some money. <laughs> um, yeah, sure. And Shock wanders up to the counter. One of everything. Hey, you you walk up to the uh, podium as there's a sign that says "Please wait to be seated." A uh, young man walks up. Well, howdy. How many? How many for a seat? Just you. Three. Table of three, sure thing, partner. Uh, and he, he grabs a few menus and takes y'all. He's like, 
takes y'all uh, further into this this uh, building. Do y'all prefer a booth or do you prefer some chairs? Um, booth? Booth is good. Booth? Booth it is. Uh, and he brings y'all uh, to a booth. Um, once again, everything inside this building is very much just overly decorated and overly themed with this like dragon, like golden dragon and weird plant monster aesthetic. Like, like this is like a very rainforest cafe look. Oh god. Uh, there, there's also like yes. weird sounds Oof. coming from like speakers ahead, a music with mixed with like weird low-key animal growling sounds. Uh, oddly pleasant, but very much uh, distracting. <laughs> um, um, sir, do you mind if I ask, what's what's with the the aesthetic of this town? It seems really chaotic, disjointed, fo- focused. Well. It's sure all three partners. Like, do y'all not know about the the legend of Romance Dusk? No. Oh, it's a wonderful story filled with adventure, mountain racing, and battles to the death. Now, please take a seat here. So here's y'all's menus, and Chuck will be your server. My name is Chuck. Is there another Chuck? <laughs> <laughs> You're both names Chuck? <laughs> nah, I'm the only Chuck. I'll be your server. I was oh, doing a little okay. funny. Oh. You can you can work on that. So, um, I don't really need a menu, I just want one of everything. But like in courses. Okay, well if you look at our menu, we only got two things. So that'll be a very easy order. What, oh. what are the two things? We got dragon steak. And demon queen salad. Uh, there are pictures of them. The the <laughs> dragon steak is like it looks like a stack of pancakes of steak, <laughs> uh, like drizzled in some kind of gravy sauce. It, it, like there's a bunch of potato. Like this thing looks overly filled to the brim. And the salad, basically the same thing, right? Like this is a giant salad full of like mushrooms <laughs> and steak. like tofu. Just a bu- <laughs> no, no, there's no steak. It's it's very much a, a vegan option. It's just also very big and, and bloated of, of like like each of these things are just they they. If if y'all can't tell, this is very yeehaw energy. Very very big. Very Texas. I've been to a Lone Star that was described basically the same. <laughs> okay well i'm gonna pass on the dragon steak unless it's made of plant-based meat and go with just the salad but could we get like six cups of water um with lemon and what are your drink options besides just the water as we walked in there was a barrel full of peanuts are those just decoration or can i have some of those Sure, do you want to buy the bag or the barrel? Bag, please. Sure thing, what size? We got large, extra large, and demon size. Extra large? Sure thing. And as for drinks, we got endless, like, a whole bunch of drinks. Very much dragon and and demon plant themed. You got your mango sweet tea, your blackberry (laughs) sweet tea. (laughs) They're they're all, like, they all end with sweet tea at the end of it. Uh, Even the alcoholic drinks all end in uh, sweet tea. Oh, Long Island iced tea. (laughs) Tall tall mountain iced tea. We got them all. Sure, just surprise me, please. 
You got the uh, demon summoning ritual blood of the innocent sweet tea. You got the, you got the blood of the virgin. <laughs> sweet tea. Not, every, not at all. That one's Just... actually virgin, though. <laughs> he takes all the orders down and he says he'll be uh, right back. He's like, and since this is going to take a while, he leaves y'all with some uh, uh, crowns and some uh, color, like little coloring books uh, that are that very much are a very cartoonish depiction of of romance dusk. It says romance dusk color in book. Uh, inside are just pictures of like the golden dragon, this very uh, beautiful like flowery demon queen who who's like you know made of plants and stuff. Uh, dryad like um, uh, very much like Maddie. Hey, um, Charlene. Yeah, Jacques. I know it's not really my job, um, but. This place seems to be really bustling, like lots of tourists and stuff. And I feel like maybe as silly as it seems, this whole branding of a town like this works. And like Heartbeats, it does the same thing. It's it's all sheep and, you know, fluffy things. And maybe we need to talk to Kimberly and Jeffrey and Casper and um, Matthew L. Williams and um, uh, Stem <laughs> and... Um, uh, who else do I know in town who owns a business? Um, <laughs> Ramirez and Timaris. Ramirez and Timaris and um, Lay. I think she said she has some equity. Um, and so I, I, maybe maybe Heartbeats needs to gentrify. <gasps> no. I have a counterpoint for you. We like Heartbeats the way it is, and also. Dracoin isn't at the end of a train line. I mean, it's true. Look, I don't, I don't want to change. It. I'm just thinking if we're going to keep paying for all the festivals, maybe we need to. I don't know. What you need to do, what what you need to do, is you just have to befriend a really rich old person who will just be your patron, or just get sponsors. Just do that. Oh, so, I bet this place is sponsored. I so what you're saying is, if, if we have lots of lots of patrons, we'd be in a better financial position. Exactly. Is that what you're saying? That way, you don't have to conform to a specific type of thing and change the beauty and the soul of heartbeats. I've been to way too many cities where they try to change it for the worse, and then I have to come in there and beat people up and change their hearts back to make sure everyone's all honky dory again. Do people say hunky dory? I mean, I sure do. Oh gosh! Here's y'all's meals. It's gonna be hunky dory. Oh, where'd you come from? <laughs> okay. Um. Look, I think you're right. Maybe, maybe I'm getting ahead of myself. But maybe, maybe what we need to do, Charlene, is. And you're welcome to come along as well, Amanda. I don't know how it'll fit into your own travel, but maybe we need to go to a few different towns and see how different towns manage their tourism. Because I feel like seeing this in comparison, heartbeats really. We don't get many people visiting. I thought it was a lot at the Whale Song Festival, but really it puts this in a pale comparison. It might help if we had some signage at the train stop that guided people to the Sheep's Head Inn. Yes, um, that was very helpful. However, we don't have to have a bus. Okay, uh, look, I'm no, skip the bus. I'm just saying maybe we need to go traveling on a few more adventures just to see what else we could do. I'm not saying we shouldn't. I think that's an excellent plan. Amanda, do you want to come along with us? It depends on what my mother says. 
So we'll, uh, we'll go with that. Understood. Maybe you'll just hear about me in those locations. Who knows? I'll send you letters. I'll send you letters. Oh, good. I do love a good letter. We've had some of the local cuisine. Mm-hmm. We've fit in with the locals. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's time we do some shopping and then head to the hotel. Um, Chuck was mentioning about that that legend, right? We should probably look for like a guidebook or something that tells us more. Or you can go to the museum. <laughs> oh, I was going to say that. <laughs> but right, the, the museum. I don't know if we have time for a whole museum trip before the bus gets here, though. Charlene, we've got three and a half hours. That food was very quick to get delivered. Have you seen me go shopping? No. <laughs> that would be an invasion of privacy. <laughs> um, I have I have been shopping with you. Yes, Charlene, you're right. Um, we're going to miss the bus. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe do the shopping and we come back for the museum? What we could do is we insert a shopping montage and then we just go to the museum afterward. That way we have time. And then we could go. Uh, oh, that's the best great. of both worlds. The best yeah. of both worlds. Charlene, we'll start at the gift shop of the museum. <laughs> that's also good. <laughs> so yeah, so y'all head over to the museum to, to start there to then start going on y'all's crazy shopping spree. Um. Don't make it to the museum in just a handful of minutes. It was just down the road from uh, this rainforest cafe like place. And the building just looks more normal than anything. It looks like a typical museum building. It really stands out more than anything. In fact, it seems unsettling how much it's just normal. But they have like, the, like you know, those giant banners that like show off the attractions. One of them is a whole uh, panoramic uh, of romance dusk. Um, let's, let's go in. Let's have a, a look and see what, what this romance, um, dusk thing is all about. It's quite weird that it doesn't really match everything else. And Jacques wanders through the front door. Um, y'all go in. There's a nice, uh, attendant who, you know, um, hand y'all little, little pamphlets and stuff that kind of go glance over some of the stuff and y'all are free to roam. Uh, there's like a bunch of paintings on the wall, uh, a bunch of other stuff, but y'all get to... The, the main exhibit, the, the main spectacle, which is this giant room. And and this is like a, a horse-shaped room, right? It's like a long, round hallway that, that will loop back into itself. And there's a button that says, uh, press here, the start. This entire time since I walked in the front door, Charlene looks like she's drifting on air. Do you guys remember in Beauty and the Beast when Belle walks into the library the first time and she just kind of like spins and looks up and her arms are out? That's Charlene. Um, She's barely holding on to her brochure of the map and is just spinning around. And like as they're walking, she's like spinning in and out of them like a toddler and completely enthralled. And they get into this giant room and she goes, a button. Button. Boop. The Legend of Romance Dusk
Centuries ago, the land of Dracoin was flat and barren. Life was scarce and surprised by the Lady of Thorns, the Demon Queen. Until one day, the goddess Fortuna blessed our lands with a hero. Their child, the Golden Dragon, shone a radiant light, giving off life across the region and upsetting the Lady of Thorns. The Demon Queen was unpleased by this act and sent her monsters to slay the Golden Dragon, but all attacks failed. The child of Fortuna knew no equal in combat. The Demon Queen, furious and determined, left her underground throne and dug her way to the Golden Dragon, creating the Demon's Trail Mountains. The two fought for days, neither letting up on their ferocious attacks. The new mountains came and went as they crashed and shredded the earth in their fight. To end the Lady of Thorns, the Golden Dragon bravely sacrificed themselves, calling forth their divine power to raise the ground into a mountainous spear, breaking the final night into dusk. The mountain piercing both of them, ending the fight. Few things remain from that battle. The medallion of the Golden Dragon laying in what is now the center of Dracoin. The monsters of the Demon Queen that roam the mountaintops, protecting the golden flowers that bloomed from the remains of both the Golden Dragon and the Lady of Thorns. That concludes Romance Dusk. All souvenirs and replicas and more memorabilia of this presentation can be found at the gift shop at the end of the hall. Thank you so much and please come again. Does the old crone usually bury the lead this bad? Because she said get flower and I'm hearing fight monsters. I'm sure it's not going to be that bad, but she's kind of... She's getting a handle on her job? Maybe? I don't know how Is to work that. Is that why there's three of us instead of just Astrin? I so that one of us makes it back. <laughs> I mean, we have to. <laughs> but uh, I guess so. Honestly, I was just wondering if this is a story about how capitalism and nature can't function together. Did anyone else get that? Wouldn't that make Dracoin a capitalist? That explains everything. Maybe. Yeah, I don't think we should use this as a template for heartbeats. That's true. I read it super literally, and I'm still very worried about the monsters that we're going to be dealing with. <laughs> hey, Charlene? Yeah, Jacques? I think we can go shopping now. I'd like to start at the weapon store, please. There's a weapon store? To the gift shop! Thanks for dropping by Heartbeats, and thank you to Jordan for dropping in as our special guest star. She's going to be hanging out with us for the next few episodes, but in the meantime, you can follow her on Twitter at Sukiko Mamai, which is spelt T-S-U-K-I-K-O-M-U-M-A-I. You can find our effortlessly affable storyteller at Adapsander, the unsurpassably creative jazz at Orange Like Jazz, 
and me at potentially rob black lives matter today tomorrow and every day after bye friend Well, I'll keep that in mind. Lots of patrons. I'll keep that in mind. But like, you can sponsor this show at <laughs> www.patreon.com slash heartpeacecast. Except for the fact that right now we're actually giving all of our and, money away. And we will never change. <laughs> we will never change. <laughs> all funds um, are currently you donated. A, you could just do a record scratch right before that if you want to keep it in there. Otherwise, you can cut it. <laughs> Uh <sighs>